There's a reason the verses in the Word of God doesn't say, whisper to God with a voice of triumph. There's a reason. The Word says, shout unto God. There's something happens when you shout. Shouting takes you away from you. It makes you realize that uh, no matter the octave or the volume of, of your voice. What you're doing is expressing with all you have. A shout is giving all you have with a declaration that says, victory is ahead. So I don't know what you're going through. I know a lot of families in Oak Grove right now hurting. And when we get down to the altar in just a little bit, we're going to have another prayer meeting just like last week. How I many know last week the Lord met us in a powerful way right here? We're going to do that again. I wish I had a button. I wish I had a button to say, Ditto, Ditto, Lord. But let me tell you what happened last week. You pressed in. You moved toward God. You expressed your praises and your prayers to God. You lifted your faith to God, and God showed up. You got to know, there was a command from Joshua to walk around your obstacle and on the last day shout and when they shouted that's when something happened so there's a direct correlation between your praise and God's moving so listen to me carefully I know God can move without you shouting and thank God he does but boy if we ever got a hold of that shout if I were the devil, I'd take your shout away. I'd take away your triumphant voice. I would take away your victory. I would, I would bottle it all up inside. And I would just say, you know, I don't want anybody to think I'm a fanatic or a Pentecostal or something like that. You say, well, Pastor, I'm, very, I'm not a very emotional or a very um, expressive person. Big lie. I've seen you. I've seen you at the softball game. I've seen you on the football game in front of the football TV game. I've seen you. You have a shout. I saw you when you caught that big old fish. You have a shout. But we shout about whatever we love. So I'm going to say in the next couple of seconds, we're going to start shouting about what we really love. Come on, Old Grove. Let's give the Lord a shout today. How many love the Lord this morning? Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of praise. Come on, He's given us the victory. He's given us the victory. Bless you, Lord. Don't let Satan steal your joy. Don't let Satan take your peace. And for goodness sakes, don't let him take your shout and your praise. If he can take anything from you, that's the very first thing that'll go. He'll silence you just like our culture is trying to silence the pulpit. Muzzle the church. 
That's his last day's effort. Muzzle the church. I know what Satan does. He buffets us. He puts troubles in our life and pressures in our life and problems in our life to shut us down. It's hard to shout when you're hurting. It's hard to shout when you're grieving. It's hard to shout when you can't make your next payment. It's hard to shout when you're sick in your body. I understand. I understand. Brendan Whittle, is that you? Oh, you done pressed against the grain and went to church anyway, didn't you? Somebody help me welcome Brandon in the house. Woo! Hey, 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 you don't understand. Oh, no, 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 you know, no, you don't understand. You don't know what Brandon and Kenzie has been through in the last few weeks and months. For him to be in this house praising the Lord was an extra effort on his part. Yesterday he had a, a situation this morning, a worse one. He and Mason's grandfather just passed away. He pastors over in Wyoming. He just came over here. Mason had to leave the missions trip to come over here uh, to bury his grandfather. Uh, Brandon got out of the hospital to go home only to get in the car to come over here to bury his grandfather. And this morning had a bad, bad situation with his health. And uh, and mom said you wasn't going to be here. And I thought to myself, <laughs> you know what I feel like saying right now? Take that, devil. Come on, somebody give the Lord a praise. Somebody give the Lord a shout in this place. As long as there's breath in my body, I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to stand up and be all that God called me to be. I'm not going to let the devil stop me. I'm not going to let the devil stop me. Oh, mighty goodness gracious. I know I know, we got some things to do, but I feel the stirring of the Lord this morning. Woo. My God. These are trying times in the life of the church. But I got to tell you, God's word is reliable. God's church is alive. God's people are the prophetic Pentecostal praying people of God. And we can have revival in the midst of the most crazy times. God can do that. God can do that. You know why? Because he is everything he promises to be. I don't know what the Lord has promised to you. I mean, the Lord has given you a promise. Let me see your hand. The Lord has given you a promise. Look at that. All over the building, in the balcony, maybe the Lord's given you a promise. Can I just assure you that God keeps his promises? Yeah. Come on, lift your hand to the Lord. Can I just felt the Holy Ghost just burden all over my soul this morning? God keeps his promises. Yeah. He keeps his promises. He's faithful and he's true. Time and time again, he's going to come through for you. Oh, just let me, just let me, just hang in there. Rhonda is in this house today. Come on now. You don't know her story either. Different Rhonda. This is our new Rhonda. We have two Rhondas now. We might have three Rhondas, but we have two Rhondas for sure. Rhonda's been through it. Took her first chemo. Now, how many know it's going to take more than chemo to stop that girl from praising the Lord, shouting to the Lord? It's going to take more than that. And at the end of this service, we're going to pray for Jean and Nancy Lee. We're going to pray God touched Jean. 
I'm going to pray for the Forrester family, the Laster family who lost their mother this week. Mason's year and Brandon's year. We're going to pray for Brandon. We're going to pray for our hearts. All the grief, all the pain, all that. We're going to bring it all. You know what we're going to do with it? Oh, Grove, we're going to make a deposit, and it ain't going to be money. Can I tell you, I'd, I'd rather bring a deposit of prayer and burn it down to this altar and give it to Jesus than to bring a big old deposit to church tomorrow, to the bank tomorrow. I mean, oh, God can do what money cannot do. You bring your burden. How I many know God will meet your need? Here's the truth. Here's the truth. God longs to heal what you're willing to reveal. And many times we just hoard it and we hide it. We don't reveal it. We don't want nobody. We're very private. I don't want anybody to know my business. Well, can I tell you? It's too late. God already knows your business. You might as well give it to him. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell your neighbor to the right or the left. You don't have to shout it to anybody. But how many know you do need to shout it to God? So we're going to do that one more time. Then we're going to have testimonies. Then I'm going to preach quickly. Then we're going to get back in these altars because I know there's a miracle in the house. I know. I know we're on the cusp of revival. We're on the cusp of God doing some big things. Because when when the devil starts a mess and God starts to bless him, that's what happens. Kicking you and punching you around. But not today, Satan. Come on, somebody shout it. Not today, Satan. Not on our turf. Not here. So you go ahead and give God. Go ahead. With your burden, just go ahead and shout your burden to the Lord. Let him have it. Let him have it. Give it to the Lord this morning. We'll give him a praise and a glorious praise. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Direct our hearts. Direct our praise. Direct our steps. Give us direction this morning. Speak to your body today through your word, through visions, through encounters that only you can give. Your presence is here. We sent you this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, Father God, we want to be a church that exemplifies the early church where there's miracles. The ordinary, it's the ordinary thing happens in the book of Acts was miracles. Today it seemed like abnormal to have a miracle. But Lord, we believe in you to turn things around. Let faith arise and the enemy be scattered. Let your people open up and bring their burden to you today. May our ears be open to the testimonies that are going to happen in just a minute. The word of God that's going to be expounded and explained and prayed. Prayer and praise is going to conclude it. And we're going to have a prayer meeting. And we're going to believe God on behalf of all the people who need a touch in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The New Testament church was made up of persecution. And then the power of God. Prayer and praise. Persecution. Power, prayer, and praise. Persecution, prayer, power, praise. Persecution. It just seemed like from the moment Jesus died, hopelessness was there. No hope for the people. 
Messiah is gone. What are we going to do? But then he came out of the grave. You know why? Death couldn't keep him down. Satan has no power over what Jesus can do and speak. And how many know he's still doing and he's still speaking? So that's why we're a candidate for a revival. Because our God is on the move. We had several people go on a missions trip this past week. If you walk up here quickly, if you went to Oklahoma City and you're in the house, come on, give God praise for these that went this week. They went. And let me just tell you, I, I looked. Yeah, please get uh, uh, Cassidy's in the nursery. Cameron. Huh? And Sherry. And Corbin. You're going to get him? Or is he in Children's Church? Sorry. Sorry. Melissa went too. We had about 20 of us go. Uh, one of our, our interns was coming from the panhandle of Texas, met us over there, Paisley. Her parents came, then she went back to Texas. She's coming back next month to join our team. So we're going to have a brand new team, fresh team, not a brand new team, but more people added to our team. Ashley Willer's parents are here. Would you guys stand? Let Oak Grove greet you. Ashley's been our intern all summer. This is her parents and her sister from Michigan. Thank you for loaning your precious daughter to us. God bless you and appreciate you so much. Her sister's going to Nashville to go to, to school, to college. And Ashley came here to do an internship with Convoy of Hope and stayed with Bear and Ruth uh, over the week, uh, over the 10 weeks. And then uh, she worked Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in Republic at Convoy of Hope. On Monday, Friday, she gave some time to us. And what a blessing. You could be very proud of your daughter. What a wonderful, wonderful blessing she was for us. And show them your appreciation to Ashley and to them as she has served our church. She's getting married in February. And uh, I told her the Lord is calling them back. I said, hear the voice of the Lord. He's calling you back. Back to Springfield, Ashley. And she said, I hear nothing. I know nothing. Anyway, thank you so much, guys. I want to start over here. Chrissy, oh, Tyler, he, he went with us. And so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Mason went and Paisley went as well, 13. Uh, others are coming. Uh, 14, give it up for the boys. The boys came, Riley and Chris. And uh, is Chris in the altar? Is Chris with us? Can somebody find Chris? Tell him he ain't getting out of this one. Yeah, no way you're squirming out. I, I know people that don't go on trips because they don't want to testify. So I said, I'll get you on video if I have to. There you go. Help me appreciate the boys. These boys came with us. Chelsea, Sherry. Yeah, that's good. If Chris might be doing uh, some uh, security or whatnot. So, Chelsea, you want to start off right here? Uh, you can just, Chelsea, start, and we'll go on down the line. I actually surprisingly have a lot to say today. I just, it's already been a powerful service, so I just am hoping to get through it. Um, first of all, I just want to say it really moved me watching these boys. Um, they work together, and I, as I watched them, like, they'd hold trash bags together. And they're doing all this stuff together, and I just thought, like, I've gone on a lot of mission trips. And as a team, we do a lot together. And so to watch them do that and know that someday they're going to be like us, they're going to be older and still doing this, like it just, it was just so powerful. And I'm just really blessed that I got to experience it with 
Sherry and the boys and Christopher too. Um, it was really great to have them there. Um, and then one night we were in the pool and um, there was this guy and it was kind of hard to get out of the pool. Like the door, you had to do hold the button and pull the door at the same time. And I was watching this guy struggle. And for some weird reason, I wasn't saying anything at first. And then I finally told him, like, you have to hold the button and pull at the same time. And Cameron looked, turned around, he looked at me, and he goes, were you just waiting for him to figure it out on his own? And I was like, I honestly don't know why I didn't help him sooner. Um, so later, I kind of thought about that, and I'm like, because if it would have been somebody on our team, I probably would have said something sooner. But he was a stranger, and I don't know why it, I didn't help him. And then I really felt like the Lord was saying to me, like, it's kind of like the world. You know, like, are you waiting for everybody to figure me out on their own? Or are you going to go and tell them? So that was really, um, that was a really powerful reminder, too. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is the night before we left, or two nights before we left, we went to Capitol Hill, Assemblies of God, and we were having, we were praying, and it was just extremely, extremely powerful. And um, I was crying, and Cameron was with me, and um, I was speaking in tongues, and God was just really moving. And then all of a sudden, Pastor um, had a word from God that just came to him. And it was something that I've been struggling with for years. And it was really comforting, and it was just amazing to know that I've been worrying about something for years with my life situation, and to know that God still has me. And like he said today, God keeps his promises. And sometimes it's so hard the longer you go to kind of hold on to that. But God reminded me he still has me. And then after Sherry, her and I have talked about it, she came up to me and she was just like, when Pastor said this, I thought of you. And so it's just, just amazing. God puts so many amazing people in your life. And don't ever forget what he's going to do for you. all about <laughs> Chelsea we love you um, this was a really great trip um, I really had I'm not good at this guys I'm talking in front of people uh, <laughs> all right it was great seeing our boys work together and not only that I really enjoyed the time with the whole team all of us working together getting to know each other better you know I'm not the most outspoken kind of person so I've been going here for a long time and I'll admit there's a lot of names I don't know so it was really great just you know getting to know more people I see Jonathan all the time but it's just like quick 30 minutes right but just getting to talk to people um, that was a really great experience and seeing how well we work together and you know make good goals to get things done and we did we got it done and it felt really great. I think it looked great, the clothing closet when we were done. And, um, you know, I really, one other thing that I found really special is uh, we had our devotions before the morning, before we went to work. And we'd have a time to pray and kind of became a thing. I was carrying this little, it's probably the last year I can do that, carry my little, my big six-year-old around. <laughs> And pray together, and you know, it was kind of sweet hearing the prayers that he would pray. And um, one thing he said, I was like, well, let's not rush it. But he said, 
he said, please help me grow up faster so I can grow up to be a pastor. <laughs> the six-year-old. <laughs> and I'm like, not too fast. <laughs> but it was really sweet here. Really sweet here. And it, um, I guess that's probably about all I'm going to say. Yeah, I just really enjoyed going with my family and being able to go with my boys, um, seeing them serve. And uh, the group we went with, I felt, was really awesome. Gelled really well. Enjoyed getting to know everybody. Everything just went really smooth and happy, and I uh, I really enjoyed. Uh, you know, I went there just to serve, and that's that's what I feel like we did. That's what I did, and I feel fulfilled in that. And I also enjoyed um, the food line. Whenever we did that, I talked to a lot of the local people there that attended the church and served. And that was probably one of the highlights of my trip. So. Um, the mission trip was just really fun, being able to um, serve God and helping other people, and being able to um, work with my cousins to uh, help just organize stuff for Jesus. Yeah. I'm just glad we got to help the homeless because I pray for it every night. Hallelujah. Good job. I feel like I had a lot to say, and I don't remember what that was. Um, I just feel really humbled that I got to go on this trip. I just feel humbled over all. It was all really good. It was amazing to see the boys like everybody else is saying. It was really good to make some stronger friendships with everybody. And um, God spoke into my life a lot, especially the Capitol Hill City night. or the. So I feel really, I don't know, I feel good. Praise the Lord. So before going on this mission trip, I was so hesitant upon wanting to go and like, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. And then on the second night, I was instantaneously hooked. <laughs> um, I was asking Chelsea, Chelsea um, how to how to how to get involved more, how many times we do this what the average cost is, um, how to just do more. And it was so amazing because, you know, you it's, you can come to church and you can, uh, for about an hour, you know, talk to someone. But until you're in a van all traveling together, do you really know <laughs> people? Like, I never knew that pastor was a... Silly man. <laughs> um, but it was just so amazing um, to see 
the dream center be changed and um and the the blessings that we gave to them the blessings that they gave to us and so it was just so so amazing and i wouldn't trade the memories that i have today for anything else and i will remember this missions trip for the rest of my life Praise i can tell to you that much Well, uh, this mission trip was um, really great. Just uh, going to a different city and and meeting with people that uh, we didn't have connections with and forming those connections. And I could tell um, their passion, what they wanted to do, what God had called them, and and kind of shook them up a little bit and, and gave them this vision of what needed to be done. And we could see where the work had already been done in their chapel area. It looked really nice with the clothing closet. Needed a lot of work, um, a lot of fixing up stuff. So it was just nice going in there and doing that for them. And it just made me, like, it resonated with me when uh, Pastor Corey had said, like, you know, this is God's house. And he he felt really uh, empowered to uh, make it as good as possible because it would honor God. And I, uh, it made me think back to our home church. You know, I'm really proud to be in a church that we take such great care of our facilities and stuff like that and we all pitch in a little bit just to make sure that we're honoring God and and how we present everything so that was that was big for me too also working with uh Mason and uh Tyler and all that just uh you know hanging the ceiling up and all that it's always great to work with guys and and get a little bit closer connection and uh hang out and all that so I I had a fun time doing that too Well, I didn't get to work with everybody. I stayed in indoors repainting all week. So that's a whole lot better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was good. We had lots of work. And it was all the toys. That was fun. All the kids, I handed out toys to the kids, and they just really loved it. Well, I want to say that um, I'm very blessed. I feel very blessed. And excuse me if I cry because I'm that's just me. I'm emotional. Um, but I feel blessed that I'm part of a church who has a vision for other people, not just making sure the needs of our church are met, but we have a vision to reach others, to reach outside our doors, and I feel blessed by that. One of our first um, devotions, the first morning we were there, a pastor talked to us about humility and happiness, two of the things you need when you're on a missions trip, humility and happiness. And I have to say that I saw that through the week with everyone. We laughed together. We were humble enough to do whatever we needed to do, what was asked of us. Probably one of my most favorite things was um, the evening that we went downtown and partnered with Crossroads Church there, and we fed the homeless. They lined up. We were out in a field. There was some shade trees, which I was thankful for, that they could sit down and be in the shade. But we fed 75 meals forget how many salvations they said they 13 salvations um just
just being able to stand there and hand them a plate of food, hand them a bottle of water, because we're talking 100-degree heat in Oklahoma City This while we were there. Hand them a bottle of water, hand them a cup of lemonade. It was just, it blessed me so much. And it made me see how blessed we are, how blessed I am. I don't have to go somewhere to have somebody hand me a bottle of water. I can go to my sink and get water anytime. So I was just blessed in the fact that I was able to serve someone else. And I prayed for those people. And um, Paisley, who is one of our, um, she was with us in the spring, right? And she's coming back. Uh, in the fall to Evangel in August, and, and she'll be serving here at our church. I got to room with her, and it was wonderful getting to know Paisley. She and I got to pray with a man who he had his food, but he was laying down. He was so weak. He was laying down trying to eat, and we got to get down on our knees and pray with him, and it was a wonderful thing. It was a wonderful thing. I was just I was just totally blessed. Missions is my heart. It really is my heart. And I just thank you, Pastor, that that you make that possible for us to go and serve. Well, Oklahoma City was, um, it was truly a hurting city. If you've ever been, I don't know, but it was my first experience really in the city. We partnered with the Oklahoma City Dream Center And boy, is it needed in that area. I think there was a statistic from City Rescue Mission that told us, like, um, the homeless rates are skyrocketing right now, even amongst young people. And the surprising statistic was that 98% of the homeless that are coming into City Rescue Mission organization to get help have never been homeless before and are not addicted to anything. They're just struggling due to inflation or economy or loss of jobs and just there's just an oppression on that city that you can feel and tell and that city needs Jesus it doesn't mean you have to go across uh, borders to reach people that are hurting and so our team did just that the dream center is like a resource center right in the rough area of Oklahoma City that needs it Um, and honestly they have this clothing closet it's a pretty good amount of space. You might have seen it on Facebook Live. We gave some tours. You can go on our Oak Grove page and see the see the finished product. But our team worked three full days sorting through every piece of clothing in that closet. These are donated clothes, um, throwing away what we wouldn't wear ourselves because we want to give these people our best. And um, just making it look beautiful went above and beyond. Hung took nasty sheets, paint sheets off the windows and hung pretty sheets and painted things and Terry painted four, five rooms. I don't know. We definitely left that church and that dream center better than we found it. And thanks to their hard work, um, we got to partner with Capitol Hill Assembly of God um, Church there, which is some family of ours um, on my mom's side that are associate pastors there. And I think they're all referencing this night because we had a move of God. Um, It was like our family life center. They hosted us and they served us a meal. It was really humbling after serving all week to be served. Such a sweet spirit in the room. And Pastor Dustin gave a word. And just the Holy Spirit fell on that place. I mean, not a dry eye in the house, no music, no worship, 
just an authentic move of God. And it impacted all of us. I think we'd all say that was probably one of our favorite nights. And it just reminded me of the upper room. I kept feeling like that Acts 2 upper room experience. There was nothing fancy. It was just people coming together and praying. Kids probably running around. Lots going on. But it didn't matter. They were seeking God and God came. And that's just what it reminded me of. And last thing I'll say, sorry. Um, I'm always honored to see kids serving. I think it's awesome. Um, They were such good kids. And um, I think getting the family unit involved in missions is awesome. And we just have such an awesome church. I just, every time we get out of the walls and, and go somewhere, we are Oak Grove. And you guys are a part of it. And we always touch lives because we're empowered by the Holy Spirit. And that's what our church is all about. So you could be proud, Oak Grove, of this team and all they did there. Uh, one of my favorite things uh, throughout the week was uh, hanging out with Austin, Mason. I know it was the one there, but I still love you. And uh, Chris. I got to learn a lot about Chris, especially from uh, kids camp. But um, my main thing from the week that I got out of was uh, feeding the homeless. Um, I got to experience what my brother does this whole past two years, um, going to Philly, going to Alaska, going everywhere in the United States. But I got to taste a little bit what he does, and I'm proud of him, and I just love him. I got a microphone, Pastor. You're in trouble. It'll be short. So Monday, we get in the van and leave and go to have breakfast and What's everybody's goal for the week? What's their, what's everybody's reason for coming? Why do you, why do you, why is your heart here? And it's great to hear all the answers and see how people have changed in the weeks. It just everything comes to fruition. It's just wonderful. And for me, it was a little bit different because Monday I got a phone call. It said we talked to your grandpa today, and I said he didn't answer his phone this morning, so I just figured he was taking a nap, and he'd passed away. And it was. It was hard, and so we had we had the opening for the for the Dream Center, and the pastor goes, "Who can do ceiling track and, and lighting?" And I look around, and I'm on with my hand in the air. So this is going to be crazy because the whole ceiling fell in in one room, and we got to put it all back up. And my stepdad's coming to get me, and I don't I got too much stuff going on. And so with with Austin and Tyler, it's here's your crash course. You got five minutes. This is how you do it. Um, Welcome to missions. And so before I left, everyone came up, was praying, and, and Pastor said, just, you know, his grandpa passed, it's it's hard. And so I'm standing there, and here's all these boys in front of me, and they're holding my hand and praying for me. And it's hard because I'm the World Rangers commander, so I'm supposed to be the leader in charge, and this is how we do things. This is great. This is The whole week's going to be wonderful. We're going to come together. The crowd's going to grow. It's going to be wonderful. And, no, they're praying for me because I'm hurting. And I just know that I'm hurting and they're praying for me. And it means so much because how do you go into missions? How do you, how do you leave your family? How do you, how do you leave the, the, uh, to another country, to another area, and you, and you go somewhere? And it's because the people that's still in your family, the people that's in your church family, they love you and they, and they pray for you and they, and they encourage you. Even if you don't always see it, they, just, they know you're hurting and, and their heart's with you. And so it's just a wonderful feeling. And 
I'm glad I got to spend that with you. And then the way back, Pastor goes, what's holding you back? What's keeping you from going overseas? And I said, I hate to say it, but nothing now. He said, really? And I said, no, because it's, it's, God's just spoken to me so much. Even in the midst of me hurting, in the midst of the struggles of the week, God's been there and the church has been there. And even though I had to leave, Austin's hard did a wonderful job. Got everything done. I'm proud of everybody. Thank you. Yeah, I asked Jamie. He didn't go with us. Uh, he normally they do. Sometimes they go with us on missions trips, and we invite all of you to go with us next year. Uh, if you want to go, we're going to Puerto Rico, suffering for Jesus in Puerto Rico. Uh, but Jamie had a testimony this morning that he wanted to share with you. I thought you should hear, and then we're going to pray over the whole team, and then we'll get into the word and see how much time we have left. Okay, first of all, I want to thank Oak Grove for praying for my dad. I have uh, requested prayer many times lately because now he's on hospice. Um, He's not doing very well. Um, But anyway, the other day, I just want to testify of God's goodness because the other day I was in the house and he said, Jamie, he said, come here a minute. I said, yeah, well, dad, what's, what's up? He said, will you just tell me about God? Will you just tell me a little bit about God? I said, dad, that's what we've been praying for for so long. I said, I absolutely will. So we were able to me and my sister and Kaylee was sitting down there talking and visiting with him. We told him about God's goodness and how he loved him and how that when he takes his last breath on this earth that he will be with Jesus and he'll get to see my sister and and all the other family members that have passed on. And he just got a big smile on his face. And I said, Dad, I said, are you ready to accept Christ into your life? He said, I'm ready. We were able to lead him. We were able to lead him into the sinner's prayer, and he accepted Christ right there. I've never seen such a smile on his face when when he opened his eyes. So I just want to thank you, Oak Grove, for all your prayers, Pastor. You've been praying. We've been praying for so long. So now we're just we're just trying to take care of him the best we can. He's getting the best care he can. My sisters and I are all taking care of him. But it's been hard because him and my mom's both been sick and they live like an hour away. So it's been tough. But but I just want to thank God for everything that He has done here today. Amen. Oh, girl, would you stand with me? That's awesome, Jamie. We celebrate with you about your father and and anybody who has family that does not know the Lord. Just know that you never stop believing. You never stop believing. If you want to stretch your hand up toward this team and say thank you. Father God, I thank you so much for this team. They spent countless hours there in Oklahoma City in the heat of the of the city. We bless the poor. We bless those uh, some uh, 80 people in line to get food. How blessed we are. The children, oh, God, blessed us as they were in the altars praying. They were in the uh, closet. They were working. They uh, they had fun, but they also worked. And we 
Thank you for letting them get a perspective that this is what the church does. We serve the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the way you spoke into individuals' lives. Thank you, Lord, for the way you moved at Capitol Hill. And, and we just thank you for the way you're moving right here at Oak Grove right now this morning. And as Chrissy said, Lord, we don't have to have a lot of uh, uh, music and a lot of... All we have to have is a hungry heart. And if we have a hungry heart, Lord, you will meet us in this place today. So, Father, I, uh, I just want your guidance and your wisdom as we are running low on time. What do you want to do in this place today? Lead us this morning. Lead us this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.